0: Hey, guys, it's Sav and Sean.
1: We wanted to just hop on here real quick and give you guys a quick disclaimer that in this episode, we will be talking about pregnancy and birthing, the birthing process, I guess, um, and other sensitive and kind of graphic topics. So if any of that makes you uncomfortable or uneasy,
0: then uh, go ahead. And uh, I would recommend skipping this episode. And we look forward to having you guys back next week.
1: We won't be offended. We promise. We won't. <laughs> I'm already offended. I'm just kidding. We Triggered. won't. Just, yeah. You do you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Let Who are we to tell you how to live your
0: life? Exactly. All right. Enjoy.
1: I'm kind of a big deal. Let's start there. Number one.
0: You've given birth. You've done it.
1: We're going for wine spritzers. Okay. I'm sorry.
0: It gets worse, you guys. But yeah, no TikToks. TikToks. It's here's, a thing.
1: Here's my thing. I would be so embarrassed that somebody would see me <laughs> <laughs> like trying to look cool for people that don't care. Sometimes I see TikTokers that have like they're doing ridiculous, ridiculous shit and mm-hmm. they have and they have like four likes on their videos. And I'm like
0: yeah, because they try understand. and, like, your algorithm tries to put it, like, more of, like, the unsolicited people, and then you're looking at it, it's like it's got 12, and you don't relate to it at all, and you're like, oh, honey, oh, baby, oh, sweetie. <laughs> I see like, you
1: trying. You really want it.
0: You do, <laughs> but it's it's just not there. <laughs> Thank you for the cringe. <laughs> we'll appreciate it in future.
1: Mm. Well, hi. Hello.
0: Welcome to another episode of the Sav and Sean Show. I am your host, Sean. And we are currently sans-sav because, uh, I'm on location, da 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 live in sunny Pensacola, Florida,
1: mm.
0: Mm, the home of... the Navy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it is the Cradle of Naval Aviation.
0: Wow, that's such a pretty way to describe this place. <laughs>
1: You don't hate it that bad. It's no. nice. It's a nice place to it live. It is nice. It's a nice place to live. If you want to get almost out of Florida, like, if you really just hate it that much, come to Pensacola. Because we're right at the the tail end there.
0: It's Alabama, 10 minutes away, mm-hmm. but it's also, honestly, I will say, for the longest time, I had such, like, a feeling about Pensacola. I was like, well, the person I love most in the world is here, mm-hmm. but I don't particularly care for the town, but I was shown the town and it really has some really nice spots. If yeah. you're ever, and I've been told, an amazing pride.
1: Yeah. Boy, oh boy. And it's coming. It's this coming weekend. It's banging. We get a lot of tourism. Lots of, I don't know. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I love it. The beaches are full.
0: Well, I suppose we should uh, introduce our uh, guest today. We have my incomparable sister. Cameron Shadden, formerly Duncan, but, but, uh, my sister, nonetheless, if you've seen me before, um, if you haven't, if you've heard our voices and our mannerisms, you probably know that we sound similarly. We look almost exactly alike and we are born four years. Four
1: years apart. People always say twins and we're like, we get it. Yeah. But I'm older. I'm older by four and a half beautiful years. Uh, wherein I was living the life, and then you came into the world.
0: (laughs) And I fucked it all up. Okay, so, tell everyone what happened on the literal day I was born to you.
1: Oh, that's one of my favorite stories. Because I was really, I don't know, I was, like, excited, nervous, and kind of, like, cynical about having a baby brother. (laughs) Even at four years old, I was like, I mean, I guess. That seems all right, And, uh... Mom and Dad sent me to Miss Ann's house. I was outside playing with a hose, and there was, like, a hornet, a bee. I got to fucking with it.
0: <laughs> As you do.
1: As one does. And it stung me so badly. And for some reason, at that age, I could only, like, rationalize so far. And I said, you know what? This is because I get a brother today. This is what has happened. And I was really upset. I really didn't trust you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Rightfully so. If anybody came into my life via bee-sting, bee sting. I'd, I'd be like, hey, fuck you. Horrible,
1: terrible. The worst pain I had ever felt up until up until then, <laughs> <moment. laughs> And I blamed it all on you. It made sense at the time.
0: But it didn't last long. I mean, now we're best friends on the planet. Yeah, man. You're like my favorite person. hmm And, uh... Likewise. It was, uh, I was obsessed with you. Everything was, uh, for you.
1: I'm kind of a big deal. Let's start there. Number one.
0: Honestly, truly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> number one. Um, but we just, you know, we're buds. You got no one else to hang out with. Who am I going to hang out with? Who am I going to watch stupid movies with and concoct ridiculous plans with? And, you know.
0: Truly. And now, here's, here's really the crux of all of this. The topic that we're running into is parenthood. Because now... You've given birth, you've done it, mm. and we're a year into it, quite literally, at the literally. time of recording. Uh, 365. 365. Your daughter, my niece, is now in her uh, first year.
1: Miss Margaret Ruth Shadden, and don't you ever forget it.
0: What a beautiful name, honestly.
1: Thanks. I wanted her to have a grandma name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not so grandma-y to me. It just, it's, it's elegant. It's mm. regal. She's a princess.
1: Timeless, timeless. But
0: could you tell me, honestly, like... Between raising me and raising her, like, what makes motherhood different?
1: Motherhood. What makes it different, you say. What makes it different, he says. I'll tell you right now. Growing up with you, it was more of a, we're in this together, we have to do it together, brothers in arms, comrades kind of vibe, right? We have to survive, we might as well have one another to do it with. Right. Otherwise... Terrible, awful. Yeah, it's
0: not going to go well. In this
1: situation, I'm running the show, mm-hmm. right? What ha- whatever happens to this human is completely dependent upon how much time and love and energy I devote to her and her well-being.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a completely different animal. Before it was like, at least we're suffering together. <laughs> now I'm in control of how much someone suffers. Yeah. And that's a completely different thing altogether. It's, sur- it's surreal. I'm sure. It's crazy, yeah.
0: Because it's like literally the start of a human life. And like for us, somebody else started that process. We were just like, oh, hey. And then the the fundamentals of it all, the building blocks are what you get to create and then move from there,
1: Mm.
0: which is absolutely, honestly, absolutely. The, The
1: experience is also different in that you when you're growing up, you're living in the moment. And now I have to think eons ahead. Right. Whether it's what her routine is for right now and then later this afternoon and then the day and then the week and then the month and then the year and then the years right and what we're doing about preparing for her life for that i mean it's just nuts we, yeah you don't even
0: and we don't even realize until like later and that's what's wild is because like there's no like pinpoint on memory
1: i think one thinks those things if they find the time in the first <laughs> year of motherhood i got to be honest it's been a lot of, like, there is some instinct to it initially. Yeah. And then the rest of it is, like, trial and error and hoping things work out and doing the best that you can. Man, COVID has been the hardest, like, transition yeah. for my life personally. And I hope that she, I know she'll have no memory of it, thank God. But Hopefully. The,
0: fingers crossed.
1: Right. But the way that her life will be will be different as a result, because the world is going to be different as a result, yeah. right? It too, and it, uh, whether it's a fraction of a degree different, I'll still know. And she won't know. And all of that transition happened for everybody. And f- she didn't even realize that she was being born into a new world. Things like that are wild. And it's been hard and isolating. And she hasn't gotten to meet that many people. And she, we're just now starting to socialize Yeah, a year later.
0: I think you bring up actually a really, really good point. Whereas you're in a generation of mothers that are bringing up children in like new lives in a global pandemic that like, Mm. regardless of what the future holds after the fact is a monumental historical event. And how do you think, I don't mean to get too interview on you, but like, how do you think that's been different than what you would have expected
1: normal? I have no basis of reference. I've, I've just, you know, in a, in a perfect world, somebody asked me before, before the shit, basically, what do you, when I was still pregnant, like, what are you, are you going to come back to work? What are you going to do after your maternity leave? And and if the world had not changed, I would have waited the six weeks, Mm -hmm. put her in a daycare, gone back to work and missed having every day of her life with her up until now, every single day. That is, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen for women who work. And I am not the kind of person that would not want to work. Of course. Right? So for me to be able to do both, to work from home and have her with me every day and not miss a single instant of her growing so far, it's just incredible. So there are good, there are good parts and bad parts of it. Good parts. I get to be with her at an unprecedented time for her and for me and for everybody.
0: You don't miss a moment. Yeah. don't
1: miss a moment. The bad parts, she misses some moments that I would have liked for her to have had. And that that's hard.
0: I think it's really, really great to get like those fundamental moments that you haven't had to worry about. Like, oh no, did I miss it? You know, seeing it written down on, on a paper from somebody at a daycare that's like well we got first words today right. we got first steps today i think that's really awesome having the most
1: beautiful
0: child i mean i'm biased because she's related to me but the most beautiful child Thank you. and you're such a great mom
1: oh man i'm trying so hard <laughs> it is it's so nice to hear part of part of me as a person will always think you're lying to me I think everyone's lying to me about it. I think that's what you say to a new mom. It's like, you're doing a great job. Um, but, like, I'm up at night, like, sweating. Like, am I doing a good job? Am I doing this right? Am I going to be a good person for this person? Like, no. no. Excuse me, listener. Um, I'm coming through no bullshit. If you have any questions, you can you can reach me at Cameron Shadden. <laughs> Cameron.shadden at com. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. It is, it is hard to think about. I'm worried all the time about being a good mom. Yeah. And I hope that all moms feel this way.
0: Do you feel disconnected to what would normally be like a network of new moms where you could like bounce stuff off of? Like, oh my god, well, my kid fell off the slide the other day, and we just handled it. Like, do you feel disconnected from like that group of people to be able to be like? hey, do you relate to this so I don't feel like such an asshole?
1: Mm, yes and no. So I feel more disconnected at this point from my friends without children yeah. because all of our friends that do have children are much older than Max is. Like, we're the last of our friend group to mm-hmm. have a baby. So I feel like maintaining relationships with, with those people can be a little difficult when I always have to bring... That
0: sounds terrible. No, it's not that it's terrible, but I mean, here's the thing. New moms, especially at this time, because again, unprecedented time, you have no choice.
1: Well, right. So there's the element of like, in my instance, and and I'm so glad that it's not like this anymore, but Mags was born a year ago, so she was born at like the peak, the height of COVID. We couldn't have any visitors in the hospital, We chose not to have any visitors really at home. Um, It was just us for a while, so we didn't have, like, the same help. You didn't have your mom and your grandma and your sister come over and, like, let you sleep every day. Like, we we didn't have those things, so we kind of roughed it a little bit, and that was scary initially and a little bit isolating. And for a, a great deal of the last year, I felt... yeah to some degree like wow it would be nice to be able to go and meet people at the park and do those things but then you're you're scared right and yeah it can be isolating i'm not that beaten up over not having mommy friends um i would just like to meet more people in the world without fear yeah yeah but having like a group of moms that I hang out with and like do mom stuff with. Me personally, as a person, I'm okay without that.
0: <laughs> I mean, I can say for a fact that knowing you as well as I do, yeah, that's, that's never not very been your punk vibe. rock,
1: you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> it's never been it's like not, oh, not really me. Well, Are we you, have yeah. mommy
0: and me today, we're and then going tomorrow for
1: wine spritzers, mm, Pilates tomorrow. I'm mm, yeah. <laughs> gonna yeah. see you guys at her See you guys at Soul Cycle. Yeah, the whole thing. Orange yeah. Theory. Well, <laughs> oh. I mean, we're not shitting on working out, you guys, but I would never be caught dead in a Soul Cycle.
0: Nor would just I. Like, can you imagine?
1: Could you guys imagine? For those who know me, close your eyes. Can you Can you imagine me in full spinning spandex and like those goofy clip-on shoes? The whole regatta. Yeah, like Peloton. I need you to just picture it in your mind's eye. The sweat. Okay, thank you. We took a moment.
0: Honestly, likewise. I... <laughs> I am a single person in my early 20s without children or a significant other, and you will never, ever, I'm all for the betterment of self. You will never find me in a fucking essential uh, version of a three-quarter sleeve uh, spandex tee, but for your legs. I it's leggings, but like bike
1: shorts. You're talking about bike shorts. Is yeah. What talking about.
0: <laughs> like bike shorts. You'll They're never... called bike shorts. <laughs> Thank you, but you'll never find me in like bike shorts, going full pedaling, showing up with like really intense back knee, and uh, a you're zip... the
1: key demographic. I don't know why you wouldn't consider it.
0: Is it because I'm a mo? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the answer to that question is yes. Yes, a resounding yes. <laughs>
0: For... <laughs> you wouldn't even had to say it. It's it, it is me. I know it.
1: You could someone could photoshop you into a picture of a class at Soul Cycle and I'd go, "Oh, that makes sense. That's <laughs> Of course he is. <laughs> of
0: course, of course. I just can't get
1: behind smoothies. That's really the thing. To me, all of those little like micro gyms are just like MLMs. You Truly. Know, it's just a physical place you can go to get involved in your local MLM. <laughs> hey gal. Hey gal.
0: Do you want to be a boss babe? Cuz they're full of girl bosses. Yeah, of course. Yeah. If you sign up now and you get five other people, you can be a boss babe like me. And an influencer. Yeah. Have fun from I'm sorry. home. i it's
1: absurd. The internet's absurd. It truly is.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's been a thing that I've seen a lot on the internet that's like, uh, gatekeep, gaslight, girl boss. And I really find that uh, relevant to the moms of today. Way to stick it to them, truly.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're not trying to be those moms. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Tell me a little bit more about how we grew up, not to get, like... We're not pulling a bummer sesh here, but, like, how... Who has the time? Seriously, that's a whole breakdown that goes hours and hours and hours, and nobody has it in them. But um, the difference between, like, how we grew up, and you've touched on it a little bit, how you sort of want to be different.
1: Okay. Uh, Without hurting feelings (laughs) because
0: it's okay she won't listen she doesn't
1: (laughs) no it's not just her it's that you know they're gonna be like can you (laughs) imagine together play play it I can't play it fast enough um without you know hurting feelings or picking on any person we often felt alone as youngins absolutely um and not so well loved (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there was always a a feeling of a kind of like, you know, not wanted, not welcome. Yeah. burdensome. And that is an unacceptable standard for me to even even try to rationalize replicating for Max. Yeah. I think that personal history everybody's personal history has a lot to do with the dealings of the days uh, yeah. and what happened there. And now, okay. And now that I'm a parent, right? Mm -hmm. And now that I'm an adult, (laughs) right? I'm (laughs) I'm not. Again, I'll never play devil's advocate, but I I find that once I can think about things from the perspective of a parent and as the from the perspective as an adult, and as someone who has known trauma Mm -hmm. and has developed what I think is a pretty solid understanding of how people respond to trauma. And the, the impacts of those things on their health, um, the command they have over their emotions, their actions, their choices. Yeah. All Taking all of those things into, an, into account as an adult now. While we had it rough stuff, um, both of them had it ju- rough enough in equal measure. And I... Absolutely. I, at this point in my life personally, and in my marriage, Mm -hmm. and as a, as a human being, I feel like I've done a good job of setting myself up and not making the same mistakes. And as a result, is I'm a little bit wiser, right?
0: Right. Because you, you learned, really? Do you think that I don't mean to be like, have you done a long road of forgiveness? But do you think that you've let a lot of things that have happened in our lives go strictly because you're like, oh, no, I understand. Like, I'm responsible for another human life. And sometimes like...
1: Change your perspective. I'll tell you yeah. this, right? If, if ye, ladies, <laughs> listen up. Um, if, like me, you've ever had trouble with your mom... And you don't yet have children. When you do have children, (laughs) you will unintentionally and uncontrollably forgive your mom for things that you've carried with you for a long time. And it it has to do with perspective. I think if you can't look at something unobjectively and have your perspective be altered your living life wrong now i'll carry a grudge forever a grudge or grudge a grudge i am such a stubborn person you know my yeah. good opinion once lost is lost forever i d- i do not fuck around i forget but i never forgive right and i think that i'm working on growing as a person yeah um since since I've been a mom it's very scary it's very new yeah but I think that I can see things from a perspective of you, no matter what you're going to do what you can for your children of course if it's not the best in the eyes of anybody else it's going to be your personal best right the
0: best that you can do
1: and i think that a lot of the things that we cling to as hurts and scars and wounds in to some degree from then, are seen through the eyes of a child. Right. And they are not taking into account the catalyst of that behavior.
0: And so you have to look back in retrospect and sort of acknowledge those things in right. the moment and then sort of mix it together between your own personal identity now and how you thought of it then. I'll say that knowing you and learning from you, as I sort of always have, That a lot of things that I've held grudges over and been really, really upset about, I've, through your lens to the best of my ability, Mm -hmm. have learned or tried my best to learn Mm -hmm. to let go. And you sort of set that example as a parent and, you know, conversations that we've had to be like, hey, you know, that thing, I get where it comes from. And it really does change my perspective in a way that I don't think I would have had the maturity or the strength to do before you yourself became a mother.
1: Whenever I feel, and this is from anything, from anybody in my life that I love, Mm -hmm. and I have a lot of love out in the world, right? If ever I feel slighted against or disrespected or I'm hurt by somebody's actions, words, behavior my initial reaction is always to kind of like, alright, fuck you then. Yeah. Right? I'm the first, fuck you. Same. Then I go, and I sit here and I think, I put myself in their shoes immediately. Yeah. And I go, okay, we had words, something's up, what is it? What are they going through? Have I checked on them? Have I spoken to them? Do I consider their shit that they wear on their shoulders daily, whether it's their anxiety generalized anxiety yeah. depression uh, you know, whatever it ends up being they they've got bills or yeah. someone's, effect. someone's sick or you know what is it and i then try to exercise patience there absolutely it is not always easy and i fail a lot of the time but i try and see now mm-hmm. more than i did before and this happened Uh, obviously, obviously after being a mom, but everybody, everybody is somebody's Maggie. So everybody is somebody's baby. And if I exercise the same patience and grace that I have with her and hope to continue to have with her, with everybody else, I find that I have more love to give. Now, lately I've been more cynical and more crabby and more stressed. About things that don't really matter. So I need to work on exercising more patience and grace. But it has been to my benefit and to the benefit of the people in my life that I try not to be as, you know, angry, I guess. Yeah.
0: I think a couple of things to touch up on are, at least from me, from an outsider's perspective, you mentioned failure earlier. I think that's a little subjective. I think one person's failure could be another person's success. It, it just, you know, depends on the person. I think also that the the strides that you're making despite, you know, personal experience are really, really amazing and really, really awesome and very, very mature that a lot of people don't realize from, you know, being twenty years your senior. I mean, you're what? You're not even thirty years old yet. Hmm. And uh, you know, some people don't really cross that bridge until they're fifty or longer. You oh know?
1: no, I've been old. I've been <laughs> I've been old. I got I got it all out way too young, and then you know, but that's reflective of my life. I met Christopher when I was eighteen, and was like, "All right, I'll we'll get married." Yeah, <laughs> I'll be done.
0: For those listening, Christopher is her husband, wonderful my husband. My my beloved
1: husband. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love, <laughs> I love him so much, but I've known him since I was like literally 18 and a half years old. We moved a in. With, we moved in with each other after like a week of knowing each other, um, and we've. Been together ever since. He's the best dad and my rock, and I can't live without him, and never would want to. But uh, you know, I I was ready to be be settled yeah. after everything that we <laughs> that we <laughs> lived through. The nonsense, the turmoil, the chaos. <laughs> I was like, I'd like to live quietly and just have a routine in a person and yeah. and be done with it.
0: It'd be nice to take a deep breath. <laughs> 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 just like one, yeah, super just, solid. Just
1: have a nice, quiet day. That'd be great. And I gotta tell you, it's been great. I'm sure I, that helps a lot too. The per, the change in perspective and the shift in where I'm at. Um, but I've done a lot of growing here, also. And also. I mean, it's a parent. Different ways. Yeah, it's a well, When guys. I say,
0: I don't mean to be like shit. You were a mess earlier, but like I was to a mess. see. That's okay. I mean.
1: I'm a lovable mess. Not
0: to me. I'm still a mess.
1: Everyone seemed to be really into it at the time. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I will say, you're sort of my role model in, in, in oh. you know, putting it together. No, thank you. <laughs> I will say before we take a break that um, you've always been my person, but to see your interpersonal relationships and the life that you've created, not only, like, I mean... Yes, the new life you created, but mm. also like your interpersonal life mm. as you as a as a singular person mm-hmm. and the people you surround yourself with. I think this trip specifically um has given a lot of perspective to me as an adult to see wow, look at this look at this such solid foundation, and what all of this means it's It's really impressive, and with that heavy, beautiful, wonderful, heartfelt mm-hmm. we will. Take a break. A break.
1: Because I'm loving this.
0: It's so much fun. I would love nothing more than to just podcast with you all of the I time. Know.
1: What would we talk about?
0: For ev- Well, I mean, honestly, I speak to you daily. Like yes. almost every day, if yes. not every other day.
1: <laughs> if you have a sibling who you don't speak to every day... Reconsider. Yeah. Make the time. Call him up. It's worth it.
0: Seriously, nine times out of 10, we're just talking about our own individual lives with us in proximity to each other through voice. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So hopping back into this, Mm. how about you tell us about, (laughs) trying to laugh too hard, about giving birth.
1: Oh. My funny birth story. Your funny birth story. If you know me, you've heard the horrific experience I had. I say horrific. It really wasn't probably that bad. I've heard a lot of like other terrible, horrible birth stories where women are like fighting for their lives. That didn't happen. It was just very embarrassing and very uncomfortable for me, like most of my experiences. Um, but Miss Maggie clung to my uterus until 41 weeks in a day. And I had to be induced. So I went down to Sacred Heart. They hit me with the Pitocin.
0: Wait, sorry. Before you get into it, mm. how long were you actually pregnant? <laughs> 41 weeks in one day. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Can you oh, wait uh, for somebody who can't do math like mm. me? How does that translate into like months?
1: So it's like nine months, but it's like 10 months. And everyone just says it's, like, nine months. It's, like, a year. What a scam. It is. (laughs) It's because, like, the date of, like, actual conception is usually... Like, they're better at it now, but it's not an exact science because sperm can, like, live up in you for a couple of days before it does anything cool. (laughs) can't relate. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's insanity. So, yeah, it's more like ten months. And, boy, was it rough. Do not... Uh, love it did not enjoy being pregnant some women really do baby girl i you know you're lost in the sauce i I don't know what to do you're like i'm glowing i'm like okay i see but you gotta feel terrible it's just so uncomfortable it's the most uncomfortable thing i've ever experienced
0: throughout your entire process i mean you did glow to me, at for least. For two and a half minutes, yeah. <laughs> you looked beautiful. Okay, but, so you're at, you're at 41 weeks.
1: 41 weeks in one day.
0: You had, and <laughs> don't forget the day, <laughs> don't folks. Don't forget it, bitch. So, 41 weeks, one day, you had to be induced, then what?
1: Yeah. So, they've got me on their regular dose of Pitocin for several hours. Couldn't even tell you how long. <clears throat> um, my doctor has to break my water, because it's just not happening. And he will not show up at his he's like at his own time <laughs> right to basically break my water to start the labor he could have come way earlier and started it he waited until like i was in hour nine or ten of the pitocin to come and do it Yikes. then he comes in breaks the water i have to have like a an internal monitor so they have to put they have a monitor on the outside of my tummy now they have one up in my uterus like between my uterus the inside of my uterus and her head
0: so they had to like put that in there.
1: Yeah, man. Up in me. After oh they my break God. my water. I call
0: <laughs> this, this is sorry. I will be honest, the putting in I'm of sorry. the monitor is news to <laughs> me. I'm
1: <sorry. laughs> okay. I'm sorry. It gets worse, you guys. I'm I'm, I'm Are on you board. sure you want this story?
0: Oh yes, I'm certain. I can handle it. <laughs> Everybody listening boy. Boy. is like finish the story. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, get to it. It's yeah. fine. They're commuting to work. It's <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Okay, so I have the monitor and I call both moms. I FaceTime both moms because again, this is super COVID times. You can't have a single person with you besides your husband. Yeah, and he's been sleeping the whole time. <laughs> so I call both moms and I'm like, "Hey, you guys, when should I get the the drugs? Because I was 100 <laughs> percent
0: going to get gaping the epidural. Needed the drugs. <laughs>
1: who I just can't get on board." with doing it the old-fashioned way. Well, here's the thing. That's why we have the drugs, man. You don't have to, baby. You don't have to anymore.
0: Again, I don't mean to interrupt you, but sitcoms for so long have always been like, I need the drugs, I need the drugs. And the doctors on the sitcoms, because they're like, well, we want to support natural birth, will be like... Well, it's too
1: late. You can't um, have the drugs. No, that does happen at some point. Once you're too many centimeters dilated, you cannot. You can no longer have the drugs. Who waits that long? Some people do. Some people ha- choose to have. I mean, you have the option. So you yeah. do before you go. You do like the whole birthing plan or whatever. That like it's like a menu you select from. You're like. Do you want the drugs or no? If you do want the drugs, what kind of drugs do you want? You know, yeah. can we offer them to you? Sometimes <laughs> you're like, don't even offer them to me. And they won't. Can you imagine?
0: No. Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> so I was like, I will have all of them, bring them immediately, give me the cocktail. And so I timed the drugs just right. And I felt no worse than like period cramps and then no pain at all, but hella pressure. Okay. Um, Labored for like 23 hours. The last hour and a half of that was pushing.
0: Do you think that you'll do that thing that moms do? No. Where the... (laughs) (laughs) You know where I'm going. Whatever it is, no. No, I don't. But no. Well, the audience... (laughs) You know when the the parents are like, oh, I was in labor for the exact minute, right? 23 hours and 15 minutes You never forget.
1: You, ne- you will never forget. I'm sure not. No, it is banana sandwich. <laughs> it is. It's like you're not even present in your body. I'm
0: just an idiot boy. I'm so sorry for interrupting. Please continue.
1: Okay, to, to hit you with some real shit, okay, the, cool, the only cool part about being pregnant, like on a spiritual level, is that you feel ancient. You feel, I'm so serious, you feel connected to all women throughout all of time, It is the most feminine and the most primitive I have ever felt. Like I'm like, oh, I'm an animal. I think
0: that's beautiful. Your
1: body changes. You have no control over it. It's what you're made to
0: do. Yeah.
1: That tripped me out. I felt connected to ancestors. I was like, this is how we all get here. This is how it's always happened. Something in you. The animal part of you clicks on. And that was bananas. Come to the the actual act of like delivering a person into yeah. this world I see why so well no I see why so many women do it yeah because it is the highest high you will ever have just your whole body everything you're in the stars yeah. right you're not you you're with your ancestors <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious it's crazy but to be able to not have the medicine would have been bananas for sure I'm sure can't live without it
0: and people have done it for so long Bless and i them
1: so strong stronger than i
0: i saw something uh and you're pretty obsessed mm-hmm. with the tutors as well like and and all that stuff i saw something the other day that was uh the reason why we give birth on backs now and like display of doctors and everything is because we're uh king henry no louis wrong
1: king wrong king wrong time period
0: please tell me <laughs> you know where we're going and i'm just an idiot
1: I'm not sure if it was 14, 15, or 16, Louis. Okay. One of the teens.
0: Just wanted to French look.
1: court, yeah. Was obsessed with the vagina and obsessed with childbirth and wanted to watch, and it was a better vantage point for him to watch. But it was just for him to observe. It was like during Enlightenment, just oh. for him to observe and check it out and be fucking weird about it. So he to did some relevant. other weird vaginal shit, I don't know. But Henry the Eighth, no. Women in the Tudor era... They had, like, ropes that they would attach to their bed, and they would yank on those and hoist themselves up and stuff and birth that way. Or birth in chairs. Birthing chairs are really popular. Yeah,
0: because you're supposed to, like, squat, right, naturally? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Squat
1: on all fours, doggy style. I mean, women, I was, like, bouncing on a little ball for a while. Whatever it takes to make your hips wider. Yeah. I didn't know that either.
0: (laughs) I was so removed from this process, and I thought it still from a distance was the most traumatic (laughs)
1: thing. It wasn't, it wasn't that traumatic. It was just, like I said, really embarrassing. But, like, in the grand scheme, it could have been way worse. Okay, so you got you got your drugs. Got my drugs, thank God. Felt yes. no pain, right? Which makes it harder to push. It does, because you can't feel the lower half of your body. My legs are done. Yeah. Lower half's done, gone. But I pushed for, like, an hour and a half. She was stuck. That's why I, like, she was not coming out. Yeah. And they were saying that they were going to have to do a C-section, because we were coming on, like, 24 hours of, of stuff. And they were like, all right, we're going to go ahead and give it the old try. Like, they were really pushing me. Yeah. Because we figured out very quickly that she was, like, much bigger than they thought that she was. And um, they pretty much yoinked her out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it, that's what it felt like.
0: They said, let's go, girls. Yeah.
1: They tore... Her shoulder, like she had a birth injury,
0: mm.
1: like her, she couldn't move her right arm, um, and tore me yeah. to Helen back, like almost as bad as it could be. So a like
0: super intense ladies, episiotomy, a level
1: three. No, not an episiotomy. It was a tear. I oh. asked for the episiotomy if they if I needed it. And they were like, mm, "Fuck your vagina and your butt."
0: <laughs> so they just said, "We're gonna just make it one big one."
1: Yeah, my doctor was terrible. I should have had a C-section like uh, two weeks, three weeks before she was supposed like my due date. Yeah, it's a whole thing, but yeah, I'm not uh, a great doctor, not a great time, but yeah, ten pounds, and ten
0: actual yeah, pounds,
1: ten point six eight. 10-pound baby.
0: Can you crazy.
1: Imagine? Vaginally. Fuck what you heard. I heard somebody delivered a 14-pound baby the other day. Vaginally? I, yeah. Thoughts and prayers go out to her. Poor gal. R.I.P.
0: So how long were you, like, on... Because this is all so foreign to me, and we'll mm. get into, like, my experience from somebody who didn't have to go through any of this and mm. was also six hours away. But <laughs> how... Like, what was the recovery time?
1: Oh, months. Like, two months.
0: Like, two months before you had your stitches out?
1: Oh, well, they dissolve. Oh. You don't go back yet. I had no clue. Yeah, they dissolve. Fun fact. They're dissolvable stitches, but they basically went up my back. Oh, my God. And the good news is that everything seems to be okay. (laughs)
0: Like, your business is fine.
1: (laughs) We seem to have done okay. Minimal damage. Uh,
0: That's good. That's good. That's good. (sighs) I know, it's awkward. Don't put this in. Well, I mean, you're in (laughs) I I know, it's weird, because you're in a podcast with your brother. But I do understand. I have girlfriends.
1: I mean, I've told everybody who... I know this story anyway, but... So, my beautiful daughter is born. She's a whopper. Everyone's looking at me with awe and mad respect. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, baby, congratulations. She did it. I can't believe you've done this. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how you're going to live, but... Good for you, girl. You did a good job. And they take her away Mm -hmm. to, you know, I have like an hour of skin to skin. Then they take her and they weigh her and they stuff like that. And they bring her back. And then we all, the three of us, wheel up to the mother baby unit from the delivery area. So, okay, my legs are dead. Dead, dead, dead. Yeah, They've yanked out a 10-pound baby out of me.
0: I know where this is going. (laughs) I'm,
1: (laughs) I'm not here, right? But from what I understand, and what I ended up seeing... I bled because of the damage to my situation. Yeah. I was bleeding out. So somebody came, a stranger, because once, I don't know. Anyway, a stranger came. came. <laughs>
0: no, I, I know what you're going to say. After a certain point, you're just like, I don't care who sees it.
1: Well, there's you're in a room with, like, there's your push partner, mm-hmm. and then, like, two nurses at the max, right? And then yeah. once the baby is out suddenly there are like 48 nurses and there's everybody's in there and there's towels and there's crying and there's people talking and numbers and beeping and you're not here. You're in heaven and (laughs) it's crazy. But at that that moment in time, and there's like a big flashing light, at that time I'm not here, so I'm not aware of what's happening in my lower half. Can't feel it anyway. But my understanding is that I am losing a lot of blood. Yeah. And a nurse came with a syringe of something mm-hmm. and said, honey, this is to stop the bleeding. And jabbed me.
0: Like an EpiPen?
1: Yeah. And with like a fat, like a,
0: a polio-looking
1: needle. Oh, my God. Like a, a multi-needle <sighs> yeah. to stop my bleeding. And I, you know, whatever, was like, okay, <laughs> where's the baby? <laughs> That's fine.
0: You're like, this is done. I don't care what happens where's to the, me.
1: Where's my baby? That's fine. Um, and all seemed to be good for those couple of hours when she was fresh mm-hmm. and they i had an hour of skin to skin they took her away and gave her a little uh way and took her blood and gave her a little shot they wheeled me upstairs to the mother baby unit where we're gonna be at mm-hmm. they put me in the bed my legs are still mostly dead and numb and i think to myself oh my god i'm because you're bleeding out by the way there's like blood all over you go oh my god i'm i'm bleeding there's i'm bleeding. Yeah. And then it occurs to me that, no, no, my dear listeners, no, my friends, I was not bleeding all over myself, sat in this bed with dead legs. My colon had given out. And it was like liquid trauma hospital shit. (laughs) All in the bed, all over me. And my legs are dead. My beloved husband looks at the situation of an hour-old baby, his wife covered in shit with dead legs, and the nurse who looks horrified and is like, bye.
0: (laughs) What did he say? I'm hungry? I'm hungry.
1: I gotta go. (laughs) What
0: a dad think to do.
1: So I have to then somehow walk my dead legs to the shower and shower off what seems like an unending... (laughs) Flood of shit, blood, and of blood. shit. Of blood, shit, and blood. Did you have to do like the thing where and you're my like, baby oh, is screaming and I don't really know her yet, so we're like, <laughs> you're like, hey, Cal, welcome <laughs> hey, to the up? show. <laughs> hey, what's up? You're new here, but this is kind of what it's always like. <laughs> Literally, always <laughs> it's always shit and blood. blood.
0: <laughs> Did you have to do like the stereotypical thing where you hold onto the the yeah. IV pole? And you're just walking? No,
1: I didn't have an IV at that
0: point. Oh my god, so you
1: had no help. No, they unhook you from everything before you go up there. You're like, on an IV, you're on Pitocin, they got fluids in you, you got monitors, you got the epidural. And then before they put you up in that bed, they take away all the go-juice. Oh my god.
0: They're like, take away everything. So you now you're just stuck with yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's rough, dude. It's a rough time. It hurts real bad. And then they come for the next couple of days when you're in there and like push on your tummy and make sure you're getting all this shit out. It's crazy. It hurts. It. You're like wearing a diaper. That's It's hot, 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 hot. Um, just fire. That
0: sounds terrible. It's
1: horrible. Well, so you just blown out, man. You just blown out. A lot of people <laughs> say,
0: and this is just like, it can stay in the pod. It can go from the pod. But like, do do you really just like? People say like, oh, you shit on the table. Did oh, yeah. I mean? So you shit on the table, yeah. <laughs> you shit, and you blood everywhere after yeah. the fact.
1: Yeah, man, and I gotta be honest, everybody does it. Every every woman who's like nine months pregnant is like, I'm so scared to shit on that table. <laughs> I don't wanna. It's just you're just right looking right down main street, just watching shit come out of my ass. But then, <laughs> right even even street. even with the epidural, <laughs> even with the epidural, I could tell. Okay, I okay, could, okay. like, tell that I was shitting. Okay, And nobody the- said anything. <laughs> it's funny. Another, let me, sh- okay, personal shout-out to delivery nurses, the real MVPs. I've never met a, these women are, you know, yeah. every day delivering babies. They're dealing with women who are, like, at their weakest and their strongest all day long. I'm like, push, bitch. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so serious. Real shout-out, the real MVPs. You meet me in the bar, and you say, "Indeed, I am a delivery nurse, a labor and delivery nurse." You have got it all. All the rounds on me, baby. Hi, okay. You let me know. When you were
0: saying right down Main Street, all mm. I could think about was those old school, like Disney VHSs that you'd see in like music class. It's like coming down Main Street.
1: Yeah. No, straight up. Where my butthole is, where Cinderella's castle is, <laughs> and it's just as big. <laughs> And it's just as big and shining.
0: Wow. That's amazing. And honestly, after the fact, it's like the the 20th anniversary cake castle. <laughs> Pink and bloated and Man, ridiculous.
1: Rough stuff.
0: Wow. I will say, from my perspective, we've covered that some things they've learned in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm
1: sorry. So no, have they. It's okay. Congratulations, you guys.
0: You're all new to this. The version that I got was. I'm working that day, right? Because, you know, I can't go up there because I can't be there. Right. So I'm, you know, just living my life at a restaurant, right? Freaking out the entire time. I tell my entire work, I'm like, hey, if, if I have to disappear at any point to take a phone call, to do anything, just let me. And they're like, okay. So <coughs> I'm talking to you intermittently as you're going into the hospital, right? I'm getting, like, FaceTimes and phone calls, like, here and there. And it's a lot of, Hey, you know, we made it to the hospital. I'm feeling fine. It's fine. Yada, yada, yada. I am stressed out because I have no concept of this pain nor will I ever. And I'm like, are you good? Are you good? Are you good? One of my coworkers is like, Hey, here's some free drink tickets for this other bar that I work at, like come here after we'll see what's going on. And I was like, okay, yeah, bet I'm down. I go to this bar and I'm like sipping a couple drinks and I'm with my friends and I'm like, wow. This is so surreal to me. And then I got a phone call that's like, oh, we're going to do a C-section.
1: We were going to do a C-section. It was, like, minutes away. She wasn't
0: born. You were, like, on your way. And that was, like, the last time that I really spoke to you before Um. you had the baby.
1: See, I don't remember talking to you at all.
0: I know, because you were so, like, out of it. I was out of it. But I got, like, intermittent FaceTimes that were like, (laughs) hey. And you're like, and Chris is texting me intermittently, like here's what's happening, but Mm. it's so, because you're dealing with it in the moment, it's like, we're having a C-section, it's happening, she's fine, you're like, I'm fine, and then it goes dark for like two hours. I have a a video. That was
1: what I was pushing. Yeah,
0: (laughs) you're like in it, and I've never seen this before, so somebody offers me like two shots. I have videos on my phone (laughs) of me going, Here's to Maggie. (laughs) And I'm taking shots in this terrible, terrible dive bar. Send them to me. Oh, I will. Because it's me scared like, oh my god. No, Uh, I was fine. My favorite person's going to die. Like, what's going to (laughs) happen? No. But then you come out of it, and she exists, and I'm in my driveway, and I am wasted. And I'm just crying. (laughs) And you didn't remember talking to me then either. But I'm just, like, crying. And I I literally, like, because her birthday was just a few days ago, I see my Facebook post where you can tell that I'm very drunk. And I'm like, I'm an uncle. I am forever changed. (laughs) This is the person I'm most proud of. I love her. And all those things are true. But probably not for a bunch of strangers to hear in the moment.
1: Hey man, love, you know, love lives us up where we belong. Yeah. <laughs> Where the eagles sense. fly
0: on the mountain mm-hmm. high. mm
1: mm-hmm. A good time <laughs> was had by all. I you know what a wonderful time.
0: Truly. And now you're like in it.
1: I'm oh. a new person. Really I am. That's it's crazy to think about.
0: You're new, but you're not so different. It's like a just like an add on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what if I was like I'm super mad and like just a different person, a Minnesotan all of a sudden.
0: I would have still loved you yeah. with everything. It just would have been not as much. Like, mildly annoying, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, "Oh yeah?" Okay, so what are some of like the most exciting things that you've gotten to like witness? Oh my God. In so terms many. of your baby growing. So
1: many. Mm, she's doing so much more stuff now. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with how we've been a lot more social, I mm-hmm. think. Um, is she's more stimulated and so she's trying new things and she's doing new things. But the thing that I, I just can't. I just can't. It's just not, It isn't real to me. Is I can ask her for a kiss and she'll give me one. Right? Oh, Listen. It's so cute. It's so cute. But there have been times where she's given me a kiss without me asking. Oh. <laughs> and that seems like it shouldn't be allowed to happen to a person.
0: <laughs> Just unsolicited love. Just
1: unsolicited like euphoric. Oh my god, you love me as much as I love you. Let me tell you. It took I was she was so fresh and she was like she wouldn't be handled by anybody else but me. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god. I am now somebody's I want my mommy feeling."
0: Oh my god.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I do. Somebody's literally. like, "I need my mommy." And that, is, that person is me. And that, that's so much responsibility, you guys. It's so
0: wild to me to <laughs> think so like, to oh my god, this is literal, unconditional love. Mm. We generally can relate to that ideology, but in this particular circumstance, from an outsider's perspective, it's so cool to see like actual, unconditional love when that baby out of like her own volition or maybe it's balanced but i like to think it's out of her own volition <laughs> when i'm holding her we'll do like a head in like the nape of my neck like shoulder oh, and just sure. like a solid that's snug that's a hug
1: man she I hugs. melt, bro she gives hugs she gives kisses i just i just smother her with love and she d- she gives it to other people and she makes the it's not everybody she's selective about it and yeah. i'm noticing her personality come out more and more and she is so sweet and she's cheeky yeah. and she's adventurous and she's determined yeah. um, and she's stubborn and she's willful <laughs> and she's funny she's all of these things and it's really it's, you can't take credit for it because it's like right. that's just who she is but it's so wild to see those things come to be and come to pass and for her to be like she doesn't have the capability to look at me and go, "I love you, mommy." But for her shows to go it. like, "I love you, mommy," is a trip and a half. Ten God, out of that's ten. Beautiful. I do recommend it. Is emotional heroin. <laughs>
0: I'm sure it's <laughs> it just is, all of the dopamine, biological um, or otherwise. I
1: mean, criminal. Absolute that sounds criminal.
0: Beautiful. Absolutely She's the most beautiful
1: thing I've ever seen.
0: Oh, she really is. I
1: don't. I don't know how I've done it.
0: It's so funny too because I. <laughs> Like, I look at her, and I see so much of your husband. Like, I see Mm. so much of Chris in, like, her actual, like, looks. And then she'll make a face, or she'll do something, and I'm like, oh, my
1: God. I don't see any of myself. I see my eyes. Yeah. Which, good on you, girl. Thank you, God.
0: Yeah, thanks for sticking to it. She really... I have those eyes. I can relate.
1: I mean, they're so great they they're like my most complimented feature Same. and that's her most complimented feature besides her beautiful gorgeous red hair that i also bargained with god for <laughs>
0: <laughs> many, you said have my husband's hair have my eyes please. many
1: many years ago when i made a binding pact with myself to have red-headed babies um absolutely beautiful red like red auburn copper hair
0: and she's got it all
1: i want to bottle it um Absolute insanity.
0: She makes a face, though, man. And I see, I see, I see all of you. And it's, it's just, honestly, she's been given the gift of expressive eyebrows. If it's muscular or whatever. <laughs> but she'll make a face, and I'm like, oh my god, you are your mm-hmm. mother. <coughs> and I think that's best. hilarious. She's the best. She really is. So we get these really, really cute and funny stories with, like, your daughter. Do you have anything that really stands out, like, in terms of us, like, growing up, that are really funny or really cool to you?
1: Like, give me, like, okay, like a mom moment where I am. It can be
0: mom moment, it could be sister moment, it could just be, like, childhood moment, like, whatever. calls so out. So
1: many, too many funny moments. My life is full of funny moments. You and I have very many of them.
0: You're just hilarious all the time.
1: I think that there's one I think about whenever I hear one song. And it was so off the cuff and it just cracks me up and it's the time I was singing the Sexy Back song. I'm bringing Sexy Back uh, and you were maybe seven years old yeah. and you looked at me and you were like, you're the reason it left in the first place <laughs> and I was reason. so stunned and hurt and impressed simultaneously by the efficiency which of that, that burn. That- but I was like, I was like, my chest welled with pride and shame. I was like, he's so funny, but that's the meanest thing he could have said to me, and I was feeling myself. <laughs>
0: yeah, we were dancing in the backseat
1: of the car. <laughs> the, the hardest shade Oh
0: my god, I remember it mm. so vividly. Mm. That's funny. I have a memory of your best burden to me ever. And our mother, will still bring it up from time to time, we were somewhere, I don't remember the exact area, but I knew we were in a hotel room.
1: Washington, D.C.
0: Washington, D.C., there we go. And you know exactly where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> and I was sitting on the edge of the bed, just, like, watching cartoons or something, and our mother came by and was like, or maybe it was you, I'm not sure, but was like, hey, hey,
1: no, hey. No, she had tried to get your attention multiple times.
0: And I'm sta- I mean, I've drowned it out since, but I'm looking at the TV, my mouth completely agape, and you looked deep into our mother's eyes, and I picked this one up, and you said, yeah, it's a little like trying to talk to Terry Shivo, isn't Terry it?
1: Terry Shivo, <laughs> Television sucked your soul
0: out. The biggest burn I have ever heard in my no, entire life. No, 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 I'm sure I've
1: gotten you worse since
0: then. True. It's just one of the most memorable. It's topical.
1: Really. No, you and I were always getting into some shit. Um,
0: what is like something that you would say, given all of your extensive experience, to like new moms? Like a like, like maybe not four words because that's a lot to like put into four no, words. There's but like no possible way. Like a couple sentences.
1: Um, okay, just I'll preface this statement mm-hmm. by saying that the I hear that the first year was really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did have some challenges, right? Emotionally. I would say that you are not alone. And to be patient with yourself in the same way that you're patient with while you're learning about your baby.
0: I love that. Now, you are more than just a mom, right? (laughs) You are a human being. So I know that you have a lot of creativity and passion outside of just, like, motherhood, and you happen to be a really, 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 really fantastic photographer. So talk a little bit Thank about that. You.
1: My goodness. I haven't dedicated a ton of time to it uh, recently, but it is probably my favorite medium to work with. I'm not necessarily the most, like, physically creative person, but I can not that it makes me any kind of special or anything, but I can see what would make a nice picture. Yeah. And I like trying to get that. I don't think that I'm the best photographer. I think I ebb and flow with my creativity. Sometimes it's on, sometimes it's off lately. She's been off. (laughs) Um, but I'm also learning and growing and changing and, I hope that my perspective changes, figuratively, literally. I hope that I can improve in that regard because I'm always looking to get better at it. But it is something that is important to me and um, makes me feel fulfilled, gives me purpose, um, You know, revs my engine, makes me feel like I'm contributing in some kind of way to somebody's happiness to you know moments capturing light <clears throat>
0: and, and that's show business maybe <laughs> show business kid <laughs> well um on our way out um please tell us my beautiful wonderful talented sister mother aunt brother whatever um yeah. where can we <laughs> existential crisis <laughs> um where can we find you what, what are your handles
1: mean? at captures by cameron
0: perfect Awesome. Check out our work. It's really really great. You'll see me.
1: It's moody.
0: It's moody and it's aesthetically pleasing. It's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this uh wild ride. If uh you like what you heard, um please uh consider giving us a like a subscription um anything and you can find us uh, you know wherever you get your podcast spotify apple music probably youtube if i get around to it you know whatever uh makes sense but uh until next time adieu from- adieu
1: adieu adieu a wonderful listening <laughs> to you, <laughs> I, hope and you, and you, and you. I hope you enjoy this please do let me know
0: yeah and if you know uh this perpetuates uh a whole other career. It's photography. It's ASMR with tapping noises. Let's It do is. It.
1: I would prefer a compliment sandwich. If you do have any feedback, please <laughs> present it to me in the compliment sandwich format.
0: Constructive, please.
1: I need good, bad, good.
0: The self esteem can't handle it otherwise. <laughs> or don't bother. <laughs> Alrighty. Goodbye.
1: Bye bye.